The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out coast to coast style. Baby, the bad seed, a broken day, the bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad after bad seed, bad lot, bad do, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Pharrell Appalachia, right across the river through the woods from where Granny loves a little purple cushy cush cush before she goes to bed every night in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of passion, take it up, should do be all my friend they come around, flat to flat to party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess, this town's in tattered, my brain's been splattered all over Manhattan, should do be tracking, oh, woo woo, I think I might have caught some from Keith, a uh, yeah, yeah, it's only rock and roll, but I like it, like it, yes I do, but I like it, yeah, yeah, hey, what's gigging, I'm Pharrell, along with your boy Carver, hi, and Mafia, your boy Big Daddy, Jones, Ty Sticks, Tylen and KC at LTN. Let's do a birthday roll call on a midweek, where do you hurt Wednesday? Zion Williamson. It's his birthday. He got all that money for his birthday. Who needs a birthday cake when you got all that money? He got uh, 22 today. He hit the big number. And then Pat Alfine, Panther Center, 28. Brandon Lowe, 28. Andrew Benatendi, 28. Trey Hopkins, 30. Manny Machado, 30. Got to get him back in the lineup. It's a problem when he's not playing. They don't win. Jay Crowder, 32. Matt Khalil, 33. Adrian Claiborne, 34. Brandon Jacobs, 40. And then you got a little Pau Gasol action today in Spain, 42. Marquise Walker is the big 5-0 going to the back nine. Alvin Harper, 54. Kelly Stoppers, 58. Lance Johnson, 59, Matt Barr, 66, and Willie Randolph, the legend, of course, Yankee Met manager. He did both gigs in New York. He turned 68 today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. All right. We're going to do it all today. Obviously, the Browns finally trade Baker Mayfield to Carolina for a conditional fifth-round pick. That took forever. They needed him because Sam Darnold never gets it done. They don't win. That's the bottom line. They stink. Their quarterbacks. I like their draft pick quarterback, but that's a different story altogether. He'll take some time. Browns will pay 10.5 mil of the 18 and change that they owe Baker Mayfield. I think that's like a, literally, to me, that's a blue light special. That's a sale at Macy's getting that guy for 18 million. 
Guys make $40 million now in the NFL. Most of these big-name quarterbacks make tons of money. You get a guy like Baker Mayfield for that price or Trubisky for that price, 14 mil. That's a steal in my book. We got afternoon baseball going on today. The Guardians losing to the Tigers 5-2. How about the Tigers are hot all of a sudden winning games left and right, Carver High. The Cubs and Brewers scoreless in the third. And the Twins lead the White Sox on the south side of Chicago 3-1. They're in the second. That Brewers game's in the third. The uh, Tigers game is in the sixth inning. So we'll keep an eye on those all day. We got Toronto, Oakland getting ready to go. You got the A's last night beat the Jays. 5-3, Twins over the White Sox, 8-2. We got home runs uh, left and right. Tony La Russa back on the show today. You got Tigers beating the Guardians. I told you they've been hot, 11-4, and they got the long ball going last night. We'll play some of those. Cubs beat the Brewers, 8-3. Your boy Suzuki getting involved again. He was injured. He was out. Now he's back. He's hitting home runs immediately and getting uh, his rocks off for the Cubs. He's had a great season, I think. The guy's been a stud. We welcome all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 159, of course, Sports Map, Sports Byline, and of course, on top of that, ESPN, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, near Tijuana, New Yawana. We're going to do the lion's share in this show, first hour. Matt Merchelle is on from the Orlando Sentinel talking college football. He's a, a guy that comes on the show a lot and gets involved during the football season. We'll talk about everything that's going on in college football right now. Chaos everywhere. Pirates over the Yankees, 5-2. How about the Buccos beating the Yankees last night in Pittsburgh, 5-2. Carver, oh, you got to love the Bucs. Hitting the long ball. They had it all going. Your boy Sawinski again. And Vogelbach jacked one, too. Astros beat the Royals in a wild game, 9-7. Jordan Alvarez again does it. This guy is such a stud. Dodgers beat the Rockies 5-2. Max Muncie knocked one out. And the Mariners beat the Padres 6-2. Marlins over the Angels 2-1. And it was our boy Alcantara again having a strong effort. And the guy just keeps putting up great numbers, not allowing any runs. Lowest DRA. He's on his way to a Saigon if he keeps up this pace. Reds beat the Mets 1-0. How about your boy came back last night? Uh, you know, the big money, 43 million, Scherzer, and then the Reds beat him one nothing. That is crazy. You cannot lose games to the Reds one nothing. I don't care when it is or who's pitching either. The Orioles beat the Rangers 10-9 in 10 innings. Phillies hammer the Nats 11-zip. Schwarber, a second home run of the game. Your boy Schwarbombing again. This guy is going off this year, hitting big, uh, long home runs everywhere in deep seats. Rays over the Red Sox 8-4. We'll get into Kiermaier's big double in the game. Red Sox are adding Sale and Yavaldi back to the rotation. They haven't been, obviously, Sale hasn't pitched this year. Yavaldi went on the IL. Now they're both going to be in the rotation. We'll get into everything. West standing, Central standing, East, wild cards, everything. The West Division standing, Central Division, East Division, wild card standings. We're doing all of that. Plus, Mike DeCourcy today talking everything basketball you can count on that i love mike and then we're gonna hit all of tonight's games we got a lot of games to hit and a lot more today in sports history sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, Carver High, you ready? I mean, we got to dip it in again into the lagoon and make some money on these prop bets. It's the lion's share, and all we do is make people money. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, we are going to get the lion's share going in a little bit, Scotty. We have that uh, to come. We have a few other things, some afternoon games that we have to dance with as well. But I will start with Baker, because that's right. Baker finally... Getting dealt today by the Browns. We waited forever for this, Scotty, for Baker Mayfield. A to conditional. The where, to the point where you couldn't even take it anymore. I mean, I got so sick no. of hearing about Baker Mayfield getting traded. It drove me nuts. Like, I can't take it anymore. Somebody had to finally make a move on this guy because he can play quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. He went to the playoffs, and you know he came up big. I thought he almost had a shot to win that game at Arrowhead. He played the best against that team led by Mahomes than anybody. Everybody else got whacked by the guy, but I thought Baker played well in that game. I thought he won some big games in Cleveland, and then he played injured the whole season. So I think that cost him, and everybody turned on him and flaked on him, and I thought it was BS. I thought for the most part he did a solid job in Cleveland, and I think he'll do a solid job in Carolina too. Uh, I think he's going to be good there. To be quite honest with you, uh, I think you're going to get a very motivated Baker Mayfield in Carolina this year. Uh, There's going to be a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be looking to prove uh, that he was, like you just said, he was hurt and he's been thrown away. Like he absolutely sucks. Guy won a playoff game. I know the steal. I know Ben threw the ball to the other team a thousand times. He did win a playoff game a year ago. It's not like he's awful. He's no, going to I a mean, good situation, has you know, some the, weapons. The price, I think he's going to be Mike, good. It's the price that I like. It's yeah. the cost yeah. of, you know, I don't understand what the big deal was. $18 bucks to me is nothing in the NFL when they're giving guys $35, 40 $45 This guy, in my opinion, is on the cheap, as I said in the open. Same with Trubisky. I think you can get a lot out of a guy that you're only paying $18 million for. I think he's better than that. I think he deserves more money than that, too. And the Browns are going to pay 10.5 of that $18.8 million that he is owed this year. So Carolina only going to be on the hook for about $8 million. 
Uh, I think it's going to work out well. Browns and Panthers, Scotty, week one in Carolina. How about that? He gets go. them right out of the gate. Give me the, give I think me, it would be better the if they played them in Cleveland. Then it would be a story. <laughs> in Carolina, it doesn't matter. What matters is, is that now they have, you know, I think a, a little more steady quarterback slot at the starter. Yeah. And then the backup, if you have any problems, you can go Darnold. And then the kid they drafted out of Ole Miss. I think that they're in a good place now having this guy. They're more loaded yes. at quarterback than they were. They're not great. These aren't great quarterbacks, but they're definitely what they call serviceable, right? Certainly are serviceable. Uh, so there you go. We finally get the Baker Mayfield news here in early July. He'll be happy showing up to Carolina Panthers camp. Uh, we have also afternoon baseball. Before we get to the games going on, we have one that's starting in about 20 minutes out at the Ashtray, Scotty, where the A's are looking to get the brooms out against the Jays. Uh, beat them last night 5-3, to three, beat them Monday night too. Uh, today you get your boy James Caprillion on the mound against Jose Berrios. Jays minus 210 here trying to salvage a game. Total of 8.5 starting about 20 minutes at the end. Yeah, I, I think Caprillion uh, sucks. He's awful. Every time he pitches, I bet against him. I'm going Berrios here and the Jays, uh, although I think there's going to be a lot of runs in the game. Both guys give up five, six, seven runs a game. Look for high scoring and the Jays to win here. And I need the Jays the rest of the way after the break to win games and get in that wild card because I think they're going to be a decent team in the playoffs. You just got to get there. You don't have to win the division. Get to the playoffs, win the wild card, get into a series and win and show everybody how big your bats are and how good your pitching is. The wild card standings in both leagues getting pretty tight, as I will show you later on here on Coast to Coast. What else is going on right now? The Twins are beating the White Sox again. Uh, three to one, third inning in Chicago right now. They currently have the lead. Last night, an eight to two win for Minnesota, Scotty. They've been getting contributions from everybody these last few nights in Chicago, including the immortal Alex Kirilov, two homers last night for the Twinkies. Oh. Here's the first one on Valley Sports North. Alex. Kirilov drives it a long way to left center field. There goes another one. Four home runs for the Twins against a guy who had only allowed five all year. Jorge Polanco hit a fastball. That one a breaking ball. Mike, I think the Twins continue to impress me in the fact that they win. They don't give up the lead in the division. They've held off Cleveland. They've held off the White Sox. If they just keep going at their current pace the rest of the way, they're going to be in the playoffs, and then they'll lose to, like, the Yankees like they always do. Yes, just like they always do. Uh, you heard the Twins. They hit five homers last night. The White Sox, they're having a very hard time hitting home runs right now. They can't win games. And they can't hit home runs. Tony La Russa doesn't want to hear about it. Here he is. First of all, you know, they had pitches today. They didn't miss them. That's to their credit. And, you know, from our side, I don't like talking about home runs because that's get that in their minds and we'll do less, not more. We just want to be good hitters. And when we hit the ball well. Wow. Time's uh, you know, running we, we out, Tony. A few of them today, you know, like Vaughn yeah. did two-line drive. But when we center the ball more, more consistently, we'll get production we need, whether it's home runs or it's a run scored or whatever. 
Tony is on the verge of being fired. If they keep losing at home, Mike, they have a horrible record at home on the south side of Chicago. It's unbelievable to me how bad they are in their own stadium. Meanwhile, they play pretty well on the road. So they got to figure that out in the second half or they're finished. I kept believing in them and they lose every night and they're, you know, all over this guy. They want him gone. They want him fired. But he's such good friends with Reinsdorf. I don't think it's going to happen until the end of the season. If then, you know, uh, they're buddies. They go way back. They certainly do. I don't think it'll happen in season either. But, man, uh, they need to change something right now. That maybe a manager change would help them because they have been awful. The Tigers, Scotty, are looking for the four-game sweep of the Guardians this afternoon in Motown. And right now they are winning 5-2 to two in the seventh last night. They beat him 11-4. to four. Eric Haas, we've been hearing that name a lot this week. Another homer against Cleveland on Valley Sports Detroit. Lifts oh, it deep right field. Goes. Back goes Stephen Kwan. That ball's out of here. Eric Haas homers again. A two-run blast. And the Tigers extend their lead. I mean, I can't even believe they're winning every night now, Mike. It's like, what is happening when the Tigers start winning games? They're awful. And now I'm rolling with them. I'm betting on them every night while they're hot like this. They won the doubleheader. They got both games of it. And then they go out and win again. I mean, they are playing good baseball right now. And they're fun to bet on when they're winning. And they're winning me some money. So screw it. I'm on Detroit until they stop winning. And the Tigers, who are playing very well, open a series with the team we just said isn't right now tomorrow, Chicago. So White Sox-Tigers this weekend for four games. Tigers playing well. This is a chance, Scotty. White Sox playing a bad team, even though the Tigers are a little hot. It's a big weekend for the White Sox when yeah, they play the they Tigers this weekend. They never win. They never win, yeah. Mike. All they do is go out and lose. They don't get it done. They're a mess. That's why everyone wants him fired. They need to figure out their problem. I don't think they need bats. I think they need more pitching. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Know your prey. This 
is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. Hey, you know, Mike, I, I get so excited about, you know, the prop bets and the lion's share. I just get ahead of myself. Blame me that I wanted to dive in earlier and screwed everything up. But I just want more action. I want more winners. I want to hit more of those, you know, pitching strikeouts, those home runs. I want everything. Totals, unders, everything. Give me it all. I want all of it. I can't blame you. Uh, things have been very good on the lion's share, and that's why... You wanted to jump into it a little early, but we're now here. Uh, last night, good for you with the pitching. We both liked Tyone over, even though he didn't win against the Pirates. He got over the four and a half. You had Alcantara getting over the six and a half. He blew through that. Kopik was the under. under. Uh, the under for Kopik as well. The only one we both uh, missed on, and a lot of people did, was Max Scherzer. I did not expect him to be so dominant uh, with 10-plus strikeouts in his first start back. Unbelievable. But, that, that's why he's Max Scherzer, Scotty, to be quite yeah, honest with he you. He makes all that money, but he's, you know, they didn't win. That's what's weird. He pitched great, but he right. didn't win. All I know is that guy needs to be healthy when it's October. Yes. That's all that matters. I don't want him missing chunks of the season a month at a time. No. I don't want that. But I do want him healthy in October. And DeGrom is even more important because he's younger, and I think they have to give him a fat deal to keep him with the Mets and don't let him leave New York. Uh, story went yard for us in Boston, Baltimore, and Texas. Both scored five or more runs at the plus 270. San Francisco and Arizona were under in the first five at plus a buck ten. Uh, very good night on the line share. Let's Solid. let's do it again. Let's do it again right here. We'll start with the strikeouts and look. Why go away from something that's been working so well for us the past couple of weeks? And that is right. Otani tonight in Miami against the Marlins. As you know, Scotty, 13 strikeouts against the Royals, 11 uh, his last time out against the White Sox. So 13 and 11 in his last two starts. The number is 7.5 tonight, plus 110 to the over, minus 155 to the under. I'm going to go with the over again until he gives me a reason not to. I'm going to go under this time because he's been hitting it Ooh. so much and he's been striking out so many guys and he's been so dominant that he's bound to not do it for us and make us the money. I'm going to stay under and get paid that buck ten. Uh, next, we will go to another guy with some very big numbers. His last two starts. That is Christian Javier of the Houston Astros. His number is six and a half tonight against the Royals, minus 155 to the over, plus a buck ten to the under. Like Otani, listen to these numbers. 14 strikeouts and 13 strikeouts. In his last two starts, Scotty. So Javier has been smoking hot here. Royals are not very good. What do we like in this one? Well, I love him. Uh, I bet on him, and I bet on this team every time they play. Every night I bet on him, and I win money. I just keep betting on the Astros. They're the team that beats the Yankees. They're the team that is uh, unbelievable. They lose Correa. They lose Springer. And they're still good. They're still dominant. This guy is dominant as well. I'm going to take the over here because he's just been blowing people away and winning. I think he's going to do it again tonight, and he's going to keep them uh, off the bases because last night was a wild game. They had to really work to win that game against a crappy team. They can't lose games to the Royals. Uh, no, they cannot. And next, we will go with the Braves. Speaking of teams that are red hot, uh, Max Freed 
on the mound tonight against the Cardinals. Uh, Freed's number five and a half, plus 100 to the over, minus 145 to the under. Had four in his last start on Friday, but he went over in the five starts before that, Scotty. I like the over for Freed tonight. I love Freed. I think he's a great pitcher. I think he's in the running. He's at least in the conversation for the Cy Young. I mean, he's right there. He's, he's racking up wins, and he's doing great. I'm going to take the over tonight with him. I think he's going to have a big game. He'll go to 9-2. and two. His impressive ERA, 2-6-6, blows my mind. This guy is a rock star, and I bet on him every time he pitches. Uh, this last one for you, maybe not the biggest name, but I think this number is a little off. Merrill Kelly, Scotty, of the Diamondbacks tonight against the Giants. Four and a half is the number. Minus 135 to the over, minus 105 to the under. He's gone over this number in four of his last five starts. And as we referenced yesterday, the Giants are having a very hard time scoring runs right now. Give me the over for Merrill tonight against San Francisco. Yeah. They're not winning. They're struggling. Q-Tip's mad. He blames us. He thinks that we put a bocce jinx on his team. That's what he thinks. He thinks we're out to get him and ruin his team's season. They're starting to find themselves uh, way back in the pack now in the West. And the Dodgers have separated themselves from the Padres, too. But the Giants are in big trouble. So tonight, I'm going to stay under there. And I'm going to go for the big money. I'm going for it. Why not? I don't like there him to go. have that many, so I'm going to go under and, and cash that ticket as well. Let's now go to the long balls, uh, Scotty. And I'm going to start at PNC with a little combo plate for you. Now, last night, the Buckos raising the Jolly Roger and beating the I Yankees out at PNC with their guys doing the long ball damage. Sawinski, Vogelbach, homers all over the place. I think tonight... The Yankee big boys are going to come and bring the thunder with Helen Keller on the mound. Aaron Judge, plus 195, and Giancarlo Stanton, plus 280. Both of the Yankee bombers tonight, Scotty, in Pittsburgh so against Helen Keller. double it up and go with both of them hitting a long ball tonight. I like it. I think the Yankees will win tonight and split the series with the Bucs. And then how about the Bucs? They're going to play at Yankee Stadium later this summer. I got to go to those games, Carver Hall. You can count on that. I, told, I gave you the dates last week. I think it was mid-September, something like that. It's like a Tuesday and a Wednesday night. The Buckos are in the Bronx. Got to go see Vogelbach in person. And uh, listen, and he, they, <laughs> they hit home runs. This team hits home runs. They play hard. Yes. They run the bases. They play defense. They got decent pitching. They're not bad. They're like, you know, I know their record isn't great, but they play tough every night. They remind me of Texas. They do. And Texas is in the wild card chase. It's not a, a great chance, but they're like five and a half out. All these teams, the Orioles, they play tough too. Every night they go all out, unlike some of these other teams like the Royals who just go out and lose every night and don't even care and they don't play hard. At least that's not what I think. The, they, don't, uh, the, they don't do anything. I love the Bucks. They play hard every night. They certainly do. Uh, that third wild card has opened up uh, a lot of teams here, uh, as we'll take a look at later on. Next, I'm going to go to Philadelphia with the Phillies, who beat up again last night on the Nationals. I mean, everybody got in on the yak. Schwarber had two. Real Muto had one. JT Schwarber. has actually started to really pick it up. He had a rough first two and a half months of the season, but uh, Real Muto now four in his last nine games. He's hit in the last two, including last night, 
plus 375 for Real Muto to stay hot, Scotty. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to hit one tonight. I think they're, uh, you know, that number's too high for me. I don't think they want to give away that much money. I say he doesn't hit a home run tonight. Uh, I love catchers, so I'm going to go to another one. Will Smith with the Dodgers has hit Colorado very well this year, has another homer against him. He has hit two in the last week, plus 350 for Will Smith tonight against the Rockies at Chavez Ravine. I like that one. I, I like Will Smith. I think he's a great player. They got all kinds of guys on that team that can rake and bop home runs. I'll go with you on that one and buy in on Smith. Now, my last one, as always, is a deep dive bonus ball. MJ Melendez. Who? Uh, MJ on the Royals has actually hit three homers in the last two days against the Astros. So even though the Astros have been beating up on the Royals and having these big comebacks, this dude's actually been raking against all of their pitchers. Give me MJ to stay hot tonight and get another one over the wall against Houston at plus 375. What was it? The Melendez brothers? Was that their name? I don't know who this dude is, so I'm not betting on him to hit a home run. But I did like that trial of the brothers with the murder. They murdered their parents. You got to love that action. That was one. It was like, OJ, that trial of those two brothers was deep. It was deep, Carter High. Our game props have been extremely hot uh, on the lion's share. Let's start with our under one tonight. Braves and Cardinals. I'm going to flip the script a little bit here with Freed going tonight. Under four and a half in the first five innings for the Braves and the Redbirds, minus 110. That's where I'm looking on the underside first five tonight. Yeah, I like that because uh, I don't think Freed's going to give them anything, and they've been playing lousy lately, the Cardinals. They found themselves three back or whatever of the Brewers uh, because they're not winning. Uh, They're slumping. I don't think they're going to hit. I'm going to say under right there. It's not happening. Uh, And I'm going right back to the same place I went yesterday. I don't care. If it's going to keep winning, I'm going to keep playing it. Astros to win and over eight and a half runs scored in the game. Last night we cashed it for plus 170. Tonight they're giving it to us for plus 180. Once again, they'll probably get the nine runs by themselves like they did last night. Give me that one plus 180, Scotty. Yeah, I'm with you there. All they do is pounce on teams. They score nine every night of the week. They win every night of the week. I mean, they win five games a week at least, usually every week. They're a lock. I love that. I'm going over. The Royals suck. And finally, I'm also going to look to flip things in Cincinnati tonight. Had the weird one nothing game at the Great American Ballpark yeah. between the Reds and the Mets. Tonight, we get some runs and some home runs. Both teams to score five-plus runs at the big price, plus 240. Let's go. So, Both teams so score five runs. last night they score one run, and tonight you think they're going to explode and score all those runs? I don't think so. Both teams. I'm not going there with you. I don't think they're going to score a lot of runs tonight either. It's the same old story. They stink. They don't score runs. They don't get guys on base. And I don't know what the Mets were doing last night. I have no idea what happened there. But they need to pounce on this team and kick their ass. That's what I know. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and... 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, Matt Merchelle is back with us, of course, our college football insider from the Orlando Sentinel. And you can follow him at OS Matt Merchelle, M-U-R-S-C-H-E-L, on social media to get all of his great college football stuff all season long. What do you think of the chaos that's happened in the last week or so with college football and USC, UCLA, bolting the West Coast and the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. I almost keeled over when it happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I think everyone was a little bit shocked by that by that news. I mean, I think we understood that at some point there were going to be some more realignment shifting going on uh, in the next couple months, but I don't think anyone saw this idea of the two Los Angeles schools, you know, uh, attaching themselves to the Big Ten. This all just comes down to money, you know, plain and simple. I mean, you can, you know, the ADs can dress it up any way they want and say it's about education and all these benefits that it provides for their student athletes. But this comes down plain and simple to money. You know, I mean, USC, UCLA were looking around. They saw what the Big Ten was able to do money-wise, what they're probably going to be projected to have in the next, you know, five or six years. And they realized the Pac-12 wasn't going to give them the kind of money they needed. So they decided to bolt and, and join the Big Ten, hoping that maybe they can find themselves a better home in a, in a larger conference. And like I said, I don't think this is the first, uh, this will be the last of these moves. I think you're going to see a lot more schools uh, definitely looking around to figure out what's going to happen, whether it's going to be the Pac-12, the Big 12, the SEC, or maybe even the ACC. So who do you think is going to try to get involved in this on top of what we've already seen? Is it Oregon? Who is it that's going to jump in? And will the Big Ten allow it, or are they going to really merge? Uh, I've heard the Big 12 and the Pac-12 might merge. Are you buying that or selling that? Well, I, I don't know if I'm buying that just yet. I, I think what, what the Pac-12 is trying to do is it's trying to figure out what, what kind of plan it can get in place. I think that's why their board of directors decided to look at a media rights deal right now, start negotiating. I think they want to have a plan in place that they can present to the remaining Pac-12 schools and say, listen, this is the kind of revenue we can generate. If that doesn't seem to attract them anymore to stick around, then maybe they'll talk with the Big 12 and say, are you interested in, in doing some sort of merge into becoming a super conference? If I'm the Big 12, I'm just looking around thinking, okay, there's some schools here maybe I just want to add. I don't want the whole league. Maybe I just want the Arizona, the Arizona States, 
Colorado, Utah, want, you know, bring some of those brands aboard. That provides a, a huge television audience in some of those markets. And I think that will, would help the Big 12 actually, uh, you know, expand to a, to a nice number. So Oregon and Washington right now, they're kind of playing the waiting game. They would love to join the Big Ten, I'm sure. But as it seems, the Big Ten isn't really willing to, to grow any more than it already has right now. And it may wait for a while. So I think the next big big key piece is going to come down to Notre Dame. What does Notre Dame want to do? Does Notre Dame finally want to join a conference? And if so, which one of these conferences are going to be its best suitor? Well, obviously, I think when uh, Nebraska went to the Big Ten, I thought that ruined the Big 12 for me. And when it was the Big Eight, I thought it was great. And then when they moved, it ruined it. And then when Oklahoma and Texas said they were going to go to the SEC, I'm just done with it. I, I think that ruined the conference. And now that conference is horrible. And you know it. It's terrible. And they have to figure out what they're going to do with it because it's a mess. All these teams left that conference high and dry. Yeah, and they've got to figure something out. I mean, listen, they've tried to add some schools. They've added BYU. You know, they've, they've added Cincinnati, Houston, UCF from this area. To, to kind of bolster a little bit of its market, especially now that they're in negotiations for a new TV, TV deal. So they've got to figure out what's the next step. And I, I will say this. I, I agree with this idea of being aggressive on their part. I think if they sit back and wait and wait for you know Pac-12 to kind of come in and try to steal some of their schools, I think that's the worst decision possible. So for me, in my mind, you have to be aggressive. If you're going to stay alive and you're going to try to find a way to salvage your conference in the future of what is going to be college athletics, I think you've got to be aggressive, and I think that's what they're trying to do. So I think they're going to try to figure out what's the next step, which schools are out there, which would be your attractive options. Again, it's not Texas, it's not Oklahoma, but you can definitely add some viewership numbers. You can definitely add some fan base. And it's going to be interesting now in the future college athletics where it's coast to coast now. Geography doesn't matter. Traditions are going to go out the window. Rivalries are going to disappear because it all comes yeah. down to the amount of money that can be made in these deals. I don't like that. I don't like tradition ending. I don't like rivalries ending. I don't like all this new nonsense. Seriously, uh, you know, I, the only one that I want every year is, uh, it's pretty simple, Carver High knows this as well, is I want Notre Dame to play Miami every year, and I want Notre Dame to play Michigan every year. And then I could care less about USC and all their tradition. You know, the Trojans going to the Big Ten, I don't know what, it just doesn't appeal to me. I mean, I guess it'll be great for recruiting with the likes of, when you have a coach like uh, they hired with the Big Bucks, and then you got Mr. Big Bucks in Columbus. All these guys are making so much money. Now their recruiting is top shelf, and they're going to get all these kids to go to these schools. So I'll say it'll, it'll help that end of it. It's going to make it better for recruiting. But I don't know about... Like kids going out to play in Southern California is going to be like a vacation more than it is a big football game. Don't you think? Like, seriously, what do they go to California for? To go to the beach and to chase chicks? I don't see why it makes sense for me. I get the money, but I don't get the UCLA and the Big Ten and USC for that matter. It really just tastes bad to me. It's not the Big Ten anymore. They ruined it. Yeah, I think for the Big Ten's point, you know, they're looking at their television, new television deal, and they're saying, listen, if we can bring, you know, ESPN or Fox or whoever it's going to be, this attractive market in L.A., it's great. And if you listen, if you're playing in Minnesota and it's late November, you're going to love getting on a plane and traveling to, to, to Southern Cal, right? You know, and the weather's going to be nice and warm. You're sure. going to enjoy that. I think where this really hurts people, and we were, we were talking about a little bit, was this idea of getting on a plane if you're if you're a volleyball player, your volleyball team, and you got to travel five hours across the country to go play in Rutgers. 
Rutgers, you know, for, for a set. And then you got to travel back. Even if you charter a plane, I mean, that's three days of your, of your week. Basically you're on, you're on travel time. And most of those non-revenue sports play at least twice a week. You know, you're talking even basketball plays twice a week. So it's going to be a challenge for all the athletes involved, not just the new schools, but all the, the big 10 athletes as well. I think that hasn't been thought about as well. Um, and I also think, look at the time factor, you know, when, you know, USC and UCLA were, were so, you know, they got stuck in that Pac-12 after dark kind of nonsense. And, and now they're looking around saying, okay, we get some, some premier time slots at noon or 3.30 or, you know, 7 or 8. Well, that noon kick for, for a, a USC or UCLA game is going to be a 9 a.m. kick, you know, on the West Coast. So it's going to require their fan base to get up very early. I'm not sure if the fans are going to get up and show up for that. So it's going to be some challenges. That's going to be a problem, isn't it? Isn't that going to yeah. be a problem for, uh, the, you know, both of those teams are going to get hit hard when they go to uh, these Eastern time zone games and fly 3,000 miles. I'll tell you what else bothers me is, is that uh, the fact of the matter is I don't even care that they're playing uh, in the Big Ten. I don't even uh, like Rutgers in the Big Ten for that matter. And I told you I hated Nebraska. I never liked when Rutgers got added for New York City. You know as well as I do, no one cares about Rutgers. Even my friends that like Rutgers, they don't care about them either. They don't matter, and they never did, and I haven't bought into them in the Big Ten either. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, I, again, I, I think those schools, you know, or when it came down to it, it was, it was all about markets. It was all about television markets. Rutgers and Maryland were brought in not because of the fact that they thought they were going to really prop up, you know, the Big Ten. They, they were brought in because they want, someone wanted television markets. That's, that's what I mean about all these decisions coming down to money. I mean, I mean we're, not, we're not talking about what, what's best for, for the sport. We're not talking about what's best for, you mentioned, traditions and rivalries. You're talking about where can we get the most money? Where can we get those eyes? I mean, you already saw the fact that Apple TV is already kind of maybe all of a sudden got interested when when the Big Ten made this move. You know, now you're seeing streaming sites thinking, well, let's see what happens now. And I'm sure, you know, for, for SEC is looking around thinking, what's our next move, even though they still they don't even have Texas or Oklahoma yet. So you've got to look at these conferences like the ACC, the Big 12, the Pac-12. They're sitting around now wondering what's going to be left when it's all said and done and, and what's college football going to look like in, in, you know, five, six, 10 years. I mean, is it going to be just two major conferences or, or is it going to be, you know, we're we going to have three or four or, or is, is it just going to be one super conference? So I think that there's a lot that's going on that, that's kind of changed kind of dramatic effect uh, of the landscape. Don't you think that's going to ruin college football to have two, just two gigantic conferences and then everybody else is screwed. I don't see how that makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think it would to me. I mean, if you're a purist, if you love college football and you've been complaining, let's say lately, it's when it comes to the college football playoff, of the same teams being in the college football playoff, well, what do you think is going to happen when you have two super conferences? I mean, you're going to get the same teams coming in over and over again. And who's to say that, you know, I mean, again, this goes back to what's going to happen with the college football playoff, whether or not it expands and how it expands. But if you're talking about a postseason format, if you've got just two major conferences, why do they need the college football playoff? I mean, why not form their own playoff to themselves uh, and, and their get own. some of that money there? Because someone will pay for it. So what do you think of the job that uh, Cristobal is doing at Miami? He landed a five-star player this week. And, I mean, he's doing a hell of a job getting Miami back to getting big-time players to play in Coral Gables. And I think they're going to matter. It's funny. People said to me that when they're in the ACC, they don't even matter in the grand scheme of things anymore. And I disagree with that. I think Miami will always matter in college football. 
Oh, yeah. I, I think Chris Ball's done an amazing job. Listen, it wasn't just the fact that he got these five-star kids. It's the fact that he's flipping these kids' commitments from major programs. He had a kid that was you know, committed to go to Georgia. He had a kid who was committed to go, I think it was Tennessee. I mean, when you start getting kids who now are kind of pulling away from these other programs and going back to Miami and committing to them, that's what why the, the the Miami fan base, the Miami boosters, why they worked so hard to get Mario Cristobal in there because they realized his impact as a recruiter, the idea that he's he's hired good co- assistant coaches to recruit, that was going to be crucial for them. They needed to kind of rebuild this roster. And I think it's important for the ACC that Miami gets back to being relevant. Can they get Notre Dame to stay in the ACC? That's what they need because they lost all the respect. No one cares about the ACC now with this move. Uh, of these powers to the Big Ten and what's going on in the SEC, and you're talking about super conferences. How about getting Notre Dame to commit to the ACC and keep that conference viable? Yeah, that, that's what I think. If I'm Jim Phelps, the ACC commissioner, that's my number one goal. I'm, I'm, I'm talking with Jack Swarbrick, Notre Dame uh, athletic director. I'm trying to say, listen, you need to come here. You, you obviously, we've had success with your with your other programs, your other, you know, other sports. Look what happened when you joined us for one season during the pandemic. We had a lot of success on the football field. Notre Dame and Clemson both got into the playoff. They would love to get Notre Dame to finally commit full on because that would be the, the huge piece that would really kind of save the ACC and make them relevant again. Now, that being said, you know, Big Ten's going to come hard at them. They've got a lot of traditions there. They've got, they're located in the Midwest. And I even think the SEC might even make a move at them as well to try to convince them to come there as well. Do you think the conference is still good in terms of uh, the teams like Florida State and all the teams that are in there that have always mattered? Now, all of a sudden, people say they don't matter. I don't agree. They have to keep banging it out and playing football. Yeah, I, I think they. I just think it's good. I think they do matter. I mean, they got to keep Clemson relevant. They got to keep Florida State back. They got to get these major programs: Miami, North Carolina. They've all got to continue to be good. These are the programs that made up the kind of the DNA of the ACC, and they need them to be relevant and to be strong, not just in football, but also in the other sports, because I think that's going to be the thing that helps carry the ACC into the future. So the, every one of those programs has to be solid. And listen, it's no stranger the fact that when the SEC is talking about possibly you know, expanding, you know, that they were looking at those maybe four major brands in the ACC. Listen, the one thing about uh, UCLA being in this Big Ten will be basketball. I think there's such a heavy weight in hoops. It'll be great to see Indiana play them and, and some of the big teams from the Big Ten going at it with the Bruins. That'll be good basketball. UCLA's awesome. I think USC has some work to do. Matt, always good to have you on Coast to Coast. Thanks, buddy. I'll see you soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Carver High, you got the uh, Cubs last night winning. Get a little Suzuki for me. I do have that for you. I first wanted to tell you that the Brewers uh, do have the lead this afternoon. one nothing. middle of the sixth inning in Milwaukee. The Cubs have actually done a pretty nice job against them the last few nights. Suzuki, Scotty, who became a favorite of ours at the start of the year, has spent the last few weeks on the injured list. He's come back in a big way the last few nights, including a little long ball on Marquis last night. Here we go. Game innings, outs, runners on base. Oh. That one is hammered down the line. That one curling, and that one is fair, and it's gone. Oh. A rocket home run from Seiya Suzuki, and with one swing, the Cubs have a 4-2 lead. Welcome back, Seiya. He is back with a vengeance. I mean, this guy can play flat out, Carver High. He produces, he drives in runs, he hits home runs. He's just a good ball player. They love him. I mean, I I wish Uh, I had a guy like that on my team. He just gets it done every day. He has certainly given the lineup uh, a jump the last couple of nights against the Brewers. Uh, Also, Tigers have extended in the eighth inning. They now lead Cleveland 7-2. What an awful, miserable week Look for the, the Guardians Tigers. in Detroit. Uh, the Twins lead the White Sox 5-3. to three. That is in the fifth inning in Chicago. And the Jays and the A's at the Ashtray, Scotty, uh, second inning scoreless in that one. We will come back. White Sox again, and get into, losing at home. Yes. Uh, again, it's yep. every day. At home again. That's their problem. They can't win at home. It's unbelievable. I mean, Awful. I've never seen a team play that has that much talent lose every game at home. I mean, tell me one team uh, that's done that. It's just, it just doesn't look like it's going to turn around uh, at any point. We will come back, get into the rest of last night's games, including... The Pirates raising the Jolly Roger. You gotta love it. I watched the Buckos. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 